Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. This is the case you've never heard it before. It's where a bunch of guys just sit around with drinks in their hand and we talk about video games. And today we're going to talk about E3 and we don't have a lot of time. So we're going to hit this one hard and fast. Host Electronic some 3 Reactions hot, and Takes. Hot. The hottest of takes. Purely from a consumerist level because, well, we're consumers. We like to buy video games. So I think that's only fair. Agreed? Um, I'm, actually, I'm actually Phil Spencer. Um, I've been meaning to tell you guys this for a while now. I don't know why I get your opinion sometimes. It always just leads into the trollish-ass comments. Anyways. Never once. You know, you should probably also say who we are because we didn't introduce ourselves yet. Oh, yes. I'm Ray. Uh, you I'm are. Mike. Uh-huh. I'm Josh. And you are. What oh, up? Good, good, good. And uh, let's go ahead and start with the people that opened it up first. Who opened up the first this year? I think it was... Electronic uh, Arts Electronic Electronic Arts Play. Let's go ahead and go in the round table. Outside Um, of the event. So, Mike... Stop it, Josh. Mike, you introduced yourself first. What games did Electronic Arts show that you want to talk about? That that Uh, got you excited? I think the one... um, I mean, I, I... I guess the two the two things uh, I was kind of excited for. I, I guess they're basically doing what they, I said that they should have done with Battlefront Two, which is just add more stuff. And they're like, "Hey, we heard you, and we're adding more stuff." And we're like, "More stuff!" <laughs> so that's kind of exciting to see. I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if that's going to be a day one purchase for me, but I, I, I technically I thought it was very impressive. But I think just a little bit more refinement on the whole package is. It, it, it sounds like that's what they, they have going there, which is pretty cool. And I guess the other one that was kind of su- of a surprise uh, was yeah. announced there is this game called A Way Out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's like two, you're, you're, it's a co-op only game, which I just think as a concept is really interesting. And I think is, I think opens up a lot of really cool things in terms of the story that you can do. Um, I guess that hasn't really been done before, uh, and it's um, it's from the people who made uh, uh Brothers, that kind of uh, adventure game. Uh, so I, I thought that was a really interesting looking kind of Shawshank Redemption kind of prison breakout story, like you're kind of working together to kind of get out and stuff. I, I want to know more about it, and I think I really want to play that game with Josh, and I think it'd be great content. Awesome, awesome. Keep an eye so, on 2018. For our hashtag, a way out streams. Josh, what games did you see from EA that you liked? Um, what I liked, uh, I agree with Mike. I like the a way out. Um, I I really like the cut of that game's jib. I think that it's really cool that the game is progressing simultaneously in that co-op screen the whole time. So somebody could be in a cutscene while somebody's doing something. I think yeah. that's a really neat um, idea, and really want to see how they flesh that out over a whole game. Um, I do say that they better sell that game in a duo, um, or they fucked up. I like Star Wars. I really like the fact that they are talking about that game. Um, that they, it seems like they've actually listened to the feedback they got, and they even admitted, mm-hmm. like, you know, they got that feedback and they listened to it. So talking about all of the content being free, all of the maps and stuff that they'll be adding, um, at least for the foreseeable future, uh, coming to that game for free so keeping the player base all together um and not trying to continue to gouge i'm sure there will be microtransactions and stuff so they can make additional money on that game 
but not for things that um, are actually gameplay, which I, I think is a great idea. And it sounds like the, the different packs and stuff are all going to be themed, too, around different um, eras or, or battles or something like that, which yeah. I think is also pretty good. And I think... I think I wouldn't be surprised if EA took a about the Battlefront team took a lot of notes from Titanfall, too, because that's how they've they rolled out all their kind of post content for free, um, and I mean I think they have like Mike like loot boxes, which I, I and like I get why people buy loot boxes in some games, but Titanfall boxes make no sense to me. It's like why would you? I mean I don't know. It's, I don't yeah. know. It's like the cosmetic. I, 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 like, I think this is the I first mean, time I've actually heard Mike like. Yeah, this is so the first I time I've actually heard you against microtransactions. Oh well, well there um, you go. It's on also, tape. I think <laughs> I think FIFA 18. I think this might be the year I get into FIFA. I, I kind of like the way that game looks. I like some of the stuff they're doing with it. Um, you know, I like. I'm looking for that that game that I can play on my own that I can pick up and just play a little bit and then put down something I can throw up on the TV pretty easily, you know, through my steam link or something like that. So I think that might be a good option, but man, they really need to go back to the hole where they had the simulcast in London and the one in LA because the American audience does not get excited for FIFA the way the British audience did last year. So (laughs) (laughs) while FIFA looked really good, man, the hype was just not there in the crowd. So that was uh, a little sad. Um, Yeah. Ooh, I guess uh, I almost segued us into the next conference when I realized we did not talk about. Ray's got to talk. Oh yes, Ray, please proceed. Uh, EA. Um, EA had they showed a brief teaser of Anthem, uh, which we could talk about in probably coming up here in a couple seconds. Uh, But really, I want Star Wars Battlefront. Um, the story mode where you get to play as the Empire. I'm an Empire fan, and I gotta tell you, uh, I was like, the all right, depth cinema caliber story. I was like, <laughs> nice. I, I see you, Star Wars, and I think you have my sixty dollars because I'm sick and tired of playing as the fucking terrorist Rebel Alliance. If you want me to play as a good guy Empire, I'm like, all right, all right. and they have new classes in Battlefront now. We can play as officers and snipers and. Uh, uh, recon scouts uh, and it's basically battlefield except in the star wars universe so it is as josh had so, said so it's wait, just battlefront 2 <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna see a theme throughout this this uh recap and this josh was right for a lot of different ways and reasons sometimes it's the dumbest of them but he was actually right it. it's just it's just battlefield but battlefront 2 is battlefront 2 like we all play it back on the ps2 and you know what I'm in. Sure. I'm, I'm in hard. <laughs> Let's do it. That's all I needed. Are we, just real quick, recapping an old joke, are we sure they're not just re-releasing the original Battlefield 2, like, just a little prettied up? It kind of feels like Battlefield <laughs> 2 <laughs> and Battlefront 2 no, have this no, great you, baby. You put it in, and it's just like loads of these PS2 graphics, and they're like, oh, look out. It's like, well, what do you mean? The load times are really fast. It's 60 frames a second. It's got all the eras. What's your problem? They're, they're just like, <laughs> what? What, what, what? Just give us money, goddamn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let's talk about uh, Microsoft. Uh, are we really done with EA? Because I only want to talk about things we were interested in. And uh, that's really I mean, at the top you know, of our NBA minds. Live is kind of meh. Yeah, I mean, and that game has been, I think, um, 
that game was supposed to come out, I think, about 17 years ago, and it just kind of kept getting pushed back a little bit until the kind of point where people forgot about it, and they said, oh, it's all new! Again! Even though we talked about this last year, but you probably forgot about that. Hopefully just you did. Um, and then they teased Anthem, but that really didn't come until Microsoft's press conference, so I don't really think we can talk about it in EA's thing. So. Let's talk about Microsoft. Microsoft came in and they gave, they answered the question that was on everyone's mind. So uh, again, roundtable, Mike, what you think about Microsoft's E3 press conference? What's got you excited? What do you want to talk about? Well, we probably need to start with the uh, the scorpion in the room here. Well, uh, wow, wow, that is a Josh caliber pun. <laughs> Josh very much approved of that. I think I did. That was that was Josh approved. That pun. Wow. Ding! There it is. Yeah, give me wow. the pearly whites. Gotta screen cap this yeah. and then put this on the picture. Err. Okay. Urgh. There, I screen capped it. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so uh, they unveiled a $499 console $499. that looks like it's going to, might it might be worth $499 because it can Ugh. run games pretty. Um, you know, we'll see what that kind of looks like when it gets out in the wild. I think, I honestly was a little surprised that people were expecting, oh, they're going to launch it at like 350. Or like, or something crazy like that. It's like, I mean, they've kind of been messaging thing, this thing. It's like, no, this thing is going to have a premium price. It's a premium price. It's a high-end console, premium price. Like, they've been kind of... I don't think you can go 599 US dollars. You can't you can't get a vapor chamber for under $400. I mean, come exactly. on. Exactly. You can't you can't just go rep the niche doesn't do it cheap like that, you know what I so, mean? So Josh, I've been willing to put up with a lot of your bullshit, but you will not bring vape niche into this the sanctity hey. of this park. Hey, I didn't it sounds Phil like Spencer somebody's did. not keeping it Phil cool Spencer in the brought vapor, the vape niche to the Xbox vapor cooling of the Xbox 1X. Wait, did I miss something? Is it actually liquid vapor? Is it actually liquid cooled? Did yeah, I miss it? Actually, it's not liquid cooled. It's vapor chamber cooled. It's, um, it's how. The what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, the the Nvidia 1080 actually uses a very similar, um, method in its heat sink, and um, I'm not 100 percent sure how it works, but it's something about yada yada. There's stuff moving in there. Yeah. It looks very. Huh. It looks. Didn't it's a sleek that. looking thing. It's the smallest console they've ever made, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. I guess I wasn't expecting that, but I was like, oh. I think they were did getting sick also, and tired of the jokes. Hear, Mike, did you also hear? Not only is it the smallest console they've ever made, but it's the most powerful console ever made. I don't know if you heard. Oh. But some people. Oh, I saw that, that on my T-shirt. <laughs> Man, those T. I could not believe those T-shirts. There were some. Go look up those T-shirts. That. Oh God. That's right, baby. Microsoft's back with the best console. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it horrible. Um, it's also 4K. Uh, I, I don't know if you ever heard of anything ever being 4K, but you, after that conference, it's like, what is it? For? This book isn't 4K. This salad isn't 4K. Why do I even care about these things anymore? I t Guys, don't worry. On. Minecraft is in 4K. Mommy. <laughs> Wait, let's have a breakout conversation, not about Microsoft, but about Xbox One X. Um, before I get into my thoughts, Josh, Terrible what do you... Wait, hold on, before I finish. Mike, did you finish? Uh, no, breakout. Let's let's break out. Break I out. think, yeah, let's let's stop and talk about the... Let's talk about the X. 
Because it's important. They just announced a new console, a relatively yeah. new console at E3. How often does that happen? Yes. I, you know, I, I think the name is terrible. I really do. Um, especially if you have a lisp trying to differentiate in vocals the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X is it just it just is too much. Um, Daffy Duck would have a frustrating experience purchasing an Xbox. Yes, yes in he 20, would. Uh, in 2017. Um, Poor shame. I gotta I, give it you, to Josh again. He was right. If you take the abbreviation of it, it's just Xbox. Xbox One X. Actually, and, for... For me, it's Xbox. It's it's the Xbonix. I hate you <laughs> so much. <laughs> or, or the Xboxix. Xbox. You can't just take the win. You have to fuck with it. <laughs> yeah. A true troll. Like, hey, anyways. if it's a cheap win, I don't want it. You know, I gotta I gotta win it fair and square. So that was like a half win. Microsoft's marketing department. You, you're hey, not gonna take hey. that win. No half okay. measures. Anyways, please continue. Hot reference. Um, I guess uh, I, I can't remember how much of a prediction we were like. What should X company do? But I think if Microsoft had an objective of show off the Scorpio and then show off a lot of games that you can play on your Scorpio, I think that they did a good job of doing that. Because they after the Scorpio was shown, they're like, okay, that's done. We're just going to hit play on this YouTube playlist of like a ton of games and I thought they had a good job of like diversity of stuff like I mean I'm just looking at the list here I mean they had things like Dragon Ball Fighter Z which looks really rad yeah. uh, they have like Plunk Bat Player Unknown's Battlegrounds coming to like their Xbox preview you know early access program which is kind of cool they had some uh, early looks at Assassin's Creed Origins Forza Minecraft 4K Life is Strange, Ori, Will and the Wisp, Cuphead, Crackdown, Sea of Thieves. Uh, like Metro Exodus. Just yeah, Metro. Like the, I think they did a really good job of uh, um, of kind of uh, of just showing off like you know, hey, people say that Microsoft like Xbox has no games. Well, here's a ton of games. So well, enjoy. And I think I think I had even meant I think I said something about that like. It, you know, thinking about what was coming out or what was teased about being announced, that Microsoft would really struggle with the launch of the Scorpio if they also didn't give people some reason to buy it. And, like, Forza mm-hmm. wasn't going to be enough. Now, I'm not saying any of these titles on their own may not may may or may not be enough, but having this big of diversity and also showing some of the titles that people may already have in their library or be interested in that have been out for some time that are going to be updated for the Xbox X. Um, I think that's really important for them. And I think that was, that was a huge part of their conference was saying like, look, you're going to have all these old games that are going to get updated to run better on this new console. You're going to have all these games coming out in the next year, year and a half that'll play better on this, that'll look this good on it, that'll look 4K. If you have a 4K TV or you're thinking about getting it, you're thinking about a console, this is going to be the one for you. And I think they I, they made that argument better than I expected them to. I disagree because nothing about what they showed justified me throwing $500 
at them for a whole nother console, especially when Mike brought up the point of like he Mike ran down the list of a couple of games. Only about two of those games were like Xbox One X, I guess, or Xbox One exclusive. Uh, most of those you can get for the PC or some mm-hmm. other console. So, and at the most of their conference when they were shown for Xbox One and Windows, it's like you know what that little tagline and Windows down below really doesn't justify your purchase any better. I'm surprised your marketing department is letting that one fly. Maybe you don't care because they don't. They they will sell the number of Xbox One Xs that they plan to sell. It is not going to be. I mean, it's their it's their powerhouse it's not their flagship their flagship is the xbox one s that is the one that the mass market is going to buy but there is a certain level of consumer that is either going to upgrade to a 4k tv or has a 4k tv and wants content for it or wants to be on that best platform for their console or has has a laptop or, or you know a, a slower desktop and they they just like the convenience of a console game that's where their friends are you know they like the plug and play because sometimes it's harder to have a computer in the living room for home entertainment like it's it's a smaller market don't get me wrong and at the end of the day Microsoft just wants you to buy their software on whatever platform you on, you know that's why they got big with the whole putting Word and all their programs on um, iOS and Apple products because they just want to be wherever their customers are, whatever platform they're on, as long as you are consuming their software. But they're giving this hardware to a specific set of the audience and saying, "Hey, we're going to give you this powerful console to play these games better on your 4K TV." If you have one already or you're planning to upgrade one like you are not their target audience right because you don't have a 4k tv and probably don't have any reason to upgrade one right now or any thoughts of so stick with your current xbox and just keep buying their game like they're happy with that or go buy an xbox one s because they're going to be 250 like they're giving it away basically like that's nice or just download their games on steam and windows 10 store because you have that too and like just play their games I get the sense from Microsoft right now like they just want you to play their stuff wherever you are whichever I mean, way you want to I mean you, you keep saying that they just want you to play their stuff but you realize if I buy like if I buy Assassin's Creed on Ubisoft's store they're not going to seem a dime in that money so I, I think you're taking an extremely cavalier attitude towards the millions upon millions of dollars that goes into the research and development of a new console. Maybe Microsoft has well, the money to burn like to, that. You know, buy that too, obviously. But, you know, if you... Yeah, I think that kind of goes without saying that. they Also, that, that that's also a very important part of the strategy is that people see that hardware and enough people make that power comparison between a PS4 Pro... Um, because I, I think th- that's the, that's the one thing is that the, the Xbox One X definitely kind of outclasses the Pro. So if you want, sure. so it, they're they're not wrong in saying that this is the most powerful console ever made, which is you know I think is it could is going to be a big selling factor for a lot of people. But I mean, graphically we'll speaking, the Xbox One X is right now going to be pow- more powerful than my PC. Um, I'm, can can we just say uh, I'm going to bring history <clears throat> into the fold real quick, and that'll probably be my final thought on Xbox One X. Um, historically, P- 
power has never won in any console generation. Ever. It's always been game selection that wins. That's it. That's all I got to say on Xbox One X. Like I, I feel like you you can have the biggest dick in the room and no one will care. Yeah, you got to have good games on it. That's for sure. Uh, and that's and that's why it's really important that they announce the fact that they have original Xbox backwards compatibility, so you can oh, play yeah. Otogi on your Xbox One. How long have you been holding that one back? <laughs> uh, like for the past five minutes. Okay, you because I, I felt the energy from that one and I appreciated it. I mean, if like I saw that and I was like, oh, cool, I can play like Crimson Crimson Skies. Okay, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. Then I then it just made me mad because I'm like, what do you mean they haven't made it an- another Crimson Sky since the original Xbox? What do you mean <laughs> there hasn't been an Otogi? I mean, since I was just excited Xbox. I could play Fusion Frenzy again. Which is the only game I ever played on Brute the original Force. Xbox. I nice. do not <laughs> like you. <laughs> and I play Fusion Frenzy, so I know how bullshit of a comment that is. Oh, man, that was a great game. No, it was a piece of shit. I loved it. But I was, it was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. And then, I, and then you know, it was like, I know From Software is busy with, their, and with Dark Souls money, but... Just give, me, just give me Dark Souls Otogi. money. Just give me, just give me a little bit more Otogi. Oh, it's so good. Hey, from software. Well, if I ever buy an Xbox, I don't think I will, but I'll be able to play some Otogi and I'll be all right. And that seems like uh, a good point to kind of end on Microsoft here. And uh, well, specifically Xbox oh, One X. Right. They got some games. Got? Fucking, I know I already said the words out loud, but can I just tell you again how excited I am that there's a new Metro game? Coming, like, fuck yes. Give I've that never played them, me. so your excitement is appreciated. Um, I hear good things uh, about the Metro series. They're really good. I really enjoy Metro um, 2033 and Last Light. Um, those are those are real fun games, and I'm kind of very excited to see where the story goes. Yes, yes, Mike. Uh, we kind of for, almost forgot to mention it. Uh, what did we think about Anthem? From um, Bioware. Yeah, that was, that was next. Bioware Destiny. I got, I got everything fucking here, so I got I got you, I got you. But yes, let's Anthem. talk. Let's talk about Anthem. Uh, my thoughts on Anthem. Um, looks like Bioware Destiny. I, I don't yeah, know. Looks like that, Bioware Destiny. Those um, suits look dope as shit. Yeah, they look cool. I'm not gonna play it probably unless unless like you nice prove to me that because I've been I've I've been fooled with Destiny before. And I've played Destiny, and Destiny 2 looks good. Uh, you really got to show like, me something magical to make me switch off the Destiny train. Um, I will say, um, I think the movement in that game looks really, really cool. I like the way it looks like the different uh, mechs will traverse and that they can fly around and go underwater in and, and the way they do. Um, yeah, I thought that They navigate the world. I think the world looks great. I think that storm that was happening was real cool. Um I, I hate the fake chatter that they use in these games. It drives me up. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, um, that's my. I'll, oh god. I'm. Even, I'm gonna. We, I'm probably gonna play Anthem over Destiny, um, just to piss off Mike. But that's. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> F- fucking knew it. Don't pre. Do, we haven't seen. I already pre-ordered yet. it. I'm. I'm immediately dismissive of this game. Now. This is the first game this I've game pre-ordered is... in like. Years. 
What a ludicrous suggestion. That Mike, you, you like me are on the don't Destiny train. What do you think Please of Anthem? Don't. It's a terrible idea. What a ludicrous suggestion. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm that, curious was, that was my I, big... I, I, that was my big um, takeaway from the... X, the Xbox Microsoft press conference. Um, well, hold on, hold on. I want to. I want to oh, hear Mike's. Oh. Uh, since Mike is like me and also on the Destiny train, I, I want to hear. Well, you're actually pointing at him on my screen. Um, uh, how, what Mike thinks of Anthem? Um, I mean, uh, Anthem. I mean, it's so with a lot of things. You know, it's so early on that we have really no idea. I mean, because, you know, Destiny Destiny at E3 look, was a lot different than Day 1 Destiny, so... Or the image they painted of Destiny. Or the yarn they weaved. So, again, mm -hmm. with, all, with all E3 things, it's, you know, a big grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but definitely, in reference... We have to stop... Okay. E3 sidebar before we move into the Bethesda stuff. We have to stop fake multiplayer chatter... And yes. Esports chatter. The mic trick. Yeah. Especially the esports chatter because nothing makes me care about your game less than somebody shout shout casting your game with no context. I was like, oh, he's got the flipper dobber. He's got the flipper dobber. He's got the. He's going all the. Are you talking about Darwin Project? Like, where like the, you have this? no idea what's going on and there's just this dude shout cat. Yeah, that's that was terrible. Yeah, and then they that, just like that one, flash the name, was, and then they pull out, like, and nobody talked about it. They literally just had the guy shout casting this thing, gave no context, yeah, and then no pulled away context, and moved on to the next nothing. thing. Like, just what? What is? The, why do people do this? Why? Like, if anything, it doesn't make me like more excited about what's happening. It just makes me immediately tune out because it just it. it I don't want to say like it shows like a lack of confidence. Like I can smell your fear, but it's like ah, it's just distracting. It's weird. Oh, it, it's like stop. a publisher's take on what voice chat should sound like, but it's like the publisher never went online to hear what voice chat how really do you, sounds how like. How do you do, fellow kids? It's like, it's full of dick jokes. Oh, sweet, That's I got a new Balder Galder run gun. That's gonna be so nice. Yeah, I got this mortar last weekend. Because uh, uh, uh. I had that moment at first, and I was like, oh, those are some good in-game voices. Oh, no, that's... Those are in-game voice chats. That's bad. Oh, look, here's Sharon on her second screen experience. Oh, wow. Hey, Hold Sharon. up. I got to call Kim in. What up, guys? Uh, <sighs> <laughs> just, you can just talk to us so, like we're adults. That's all we ask. Anyways, we should move on to Bethesda. Okay, and, so uh, I think we were other right than, to dunk on Bethesda for 20 I, minutes. I, I think for month. a couple caveats, I think uh, besides a couple caveats, I think my we were fears, pretty pretty right to to dunk. My on. fears were my fears yeah. were laid bare. I I said that Bethesda having a press conference, they didn't have enough IPs to like really hammer it home every year, and that this year might be a this might year be rough. And oh, man, rough. man, that was that was a painful press hey guys, conference. Hey guys, you want to play Doom and Fallout Four in VR? Hey, hey guys. Oh. And Skyrim in VR? Do you want to play Skyrim oh. again? No! Fuck off! I've played Skyrim for six years! Fuck off! Skyrim as hey. a service. Hey guys, do you want to pay for Skyrim mods? I no, say, I don't want to hey. pay for Skyrim mods! Skyrim. What the hell is do your you problem? Do you buy Skyrim again and then pay for mods in it? Because that Holy was the last shit, time Skyrim no. <laughs> Instead of getting different cosmetic gear, you get a, a mod. 
I'll let you have the Master Sword. I'll just take the royalties on that, please. Mod loot boxes. You heard it here first. It's gonna happen, and you're gonna hate it. Oh, that's such a horrible idea. Why did I say that? Oh, no. Um, oh, we should delete this. Oh, God. Oh, um, so bad. Oh, no. Oh, it's so bad. Mod loot boxes. The sad yeah. thing was, the whole carnival vibe was really cool, and they wasted it on a really lackluster show. Um, they, they announced the Evil Within 2. Um, my comment Ooh. next to that um, and my notes, I, I said lots of milk. <laughs> Lots of milk. I don't know what you You're mean. You're not very that. good at taking notes, are you? <laughs> he mixed his notes with his shopping list. Like, Ooh, who poured like 800 gallons of milk in a <laughs> swimming pool and let him like float up and down <laughs> in it? Ew. Um, I thought I'm, I was. I guess another. And there's one big thing we'll, we'll save at the end here, but I guess it, it's kind of cool for like more dishonored stuff. I uh, I'm a fan of Dishonored. I think it's a really I think those games are really cool. I think I I liked Dishonored too. It was very much just Dishonored one, but with a protagonist who talks now and has a bad via uh, vocal performance, which is <laughs> distracting yeah. when you're talking to yourself all the time. It's like oh my god, just stop. Um, so I, I I I'm interested in more. I really like the lore of Dar of Dishonored, so I'm I'm always down for that. But uh, how about that new Wolfenstein? BJ Blazkowicz, motherfuckers! One. That was a pretty can't sweet trailer. Kill him! You can't kill BJ! God damn it! Oh, Josh is Josh. That was a good trailer. I love that. Was I was. A, that's a good trailer. That was all I need. I'm ready for. Everything this the new Colossus, which is the name of the new um, Wolfenstein game, has to offer. Um, the the whole like man in the high tower, Nazis in America in the sixties mm -hmm. and seventies, and like yeah, like a America like um, Mike Americana Mike as, Mike as like Liesl, with like Nazis, not Lassie, Liesl, and uh, milkshake Nazi and. Oh man, I'm I'm the Nazi. Everyone loves milkshake Nazi. I'm digging. I'm digging all that. The, the fucking acid trip. Mm. Yeah, and it like, sounds like it sounds like too that the dis they will carry over the decision you made in the new order. Um, there, you know, there was a slight branching path thing, and they will carry that into this game and the way really? things move forward. There, yeah, that I I do cool. believe. Um, the developer I can't remember his name right now said in a couple interviews, but. Yeah, I'm. Mm, Going I'm all Mass Effect up in here. Fucking Nazi blasting in America, like man. I'm gonna have to play the first one. Give that a shot. You really should. I very much enjoyed it. Um, it was. I I played it and I I liked it. I I don't think I finished it. I kind of petered out on it towards the end, but yeah, it's pretty good. It took me so, a while to complete it. I, it's a long I, game. Yeah, it did. Um, and I definitely played it over a long period of time, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I kept coming back to it. And, you know, putting usually games like that I put down and I don't really come back to. But I, after all, I was like, I need to kind of see where that game's going. Or, you know, just like that, that feeling kind of like with Doomed of like bringing back a lot of the old mm -hmm. mechanics and feels of first-person shooters, but with modern sensibilities – um, 
yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that game. Yeah, it was I very it's pretty looking good. too. It was very yeah. very pretty. And BJ uh, got next, that sick ice guard. Mm. Mm. Next you love yourself some Bethesda. Just I love BJ Blazkowicz. I think he's great. Bethesda, what I want you to do next year, I doubt many people from Bethesda listen to us, but if there's anyone, I got I have some friends that work at Bethesda. Just like I actually have one friend that's in marketing for Bethesda, so hear hear me out. Listen, man, guys, just just like piggyback off of other people's sh- uh, shows. You don't need a whole press conference for yourself. That was you announced five of the games you announced. You already made. Let's, you don't need to announce DLC for games you already made. You on don't. A press conference. You don't, here, you don't need a press conference every year. Or you can yeah. always just like do a, like the Nintendo Direct thing, like. Just put out oh, a we'll, tight we'll get to 30, that. Oh. 30 minute. Just put out like a tightly edited well, that's the video thing. It was thing only 40 minutes. They only did 40 minutes. It was a short show. They we'll just, get to Nintendo and how they apparently have perfected how to do a press conference at E3. Um, but before that, before, while we're talking about Nintendo, Ubisoft and Mario XCOM were the first things that came out. That looks great. I, I, I was shitting on this game when I was watching it for the first two minutes, and then they show gameplay, and I said out loud at work, I take back every negative thing I've said about this game. This is a day one purchase. I'm I'm not usually wrong. I might be able to count on, like, one, maybe two hands the number of times in my life I've been wrong. Fucker! This was one of them. <laughs> this right here. Shitting on that game like, oh my god. Mario Rabbids. Ugh. Can I... Fucking Miyamoto-san coming out with that blaster. Just like... I, I, I thought that was dumb. I'm like, here we go. Here comes the bullshit. I thought it was just classic Ubisoft. Like, yes, let's make a meme of this. Yes. Can I just... Can I Can I just say, though... Tom Clancy's. I would watch the Miyamoto-san Yves Gilmyo buddy cop show. Like, straight up, I would watch those two with those blasters. Would they have the blaster arms? Fucking 70s style. Somebody's trying to stream our game ahead of release. Kill him. <laughs> I'd watch yeah, the, the Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle game looked great. That game looks fucking amazing. Yeah, looks colorful. I think, like, it had, like. Because I. The last, like, XCOM style game I played was. Um, Massive Chalice, and this game and Mario X Rabbids looked a lot more like like the like just all the like the movement options you had, and I think all the other kind of fun abilities that you're going to be able to have. When they um, have like a skill tree, it looked exactly like XCOM. It looked like Ubisoft said, "Let's just take XCOM and make it silly." Yeah, I think it looks great. Can I? Can I real quick just have a um, have a brief thing I noticed too when they were talking when and Miyamoto and Yves were talking, uh, they were talking about the great partnership that they had had over the years working on platforms like the GameCube, the Wii, and the Switch. <laughs> they forgot what. <laughs> Rip. Just kind of riding off the Wii U. They they, 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 they know who butters Where's my bread? zombie <laughs> too? Damn it. <laughs> also, I want a Switch lapel pen because that shit is dope. And that's oh, a yeah. nice pin. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe these, of all the little features. Yeah. Things things and, I wrote down in my notes as I'm watching the press conference. It's like, I want to switch lapel pin. I can't believe. Anyways, moving also, on. 
the game, August 29th. Like, that game's coming out real soon. Yeah. Is that the release date? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's 60 bucks gone August 29th. <laughs> yeah. Just show me a demo to secure the purchase, but that game looks great. Mike, I want your thoughts on the new Assassin's Creed game where they're taking it back to Egypt. Um, I don't, you know, I mean, it just kind of, I guess, like, with some of the stuff that they showed off, I think, because they did a little bit at the Microsoft conference, too, and I haven't seen too much more, I guess, addition, like, footage from the week of that they might have been doing ex more extensive demos of. Um, as someone who recently came off of Horizon, um, mm -hmm. and... I mean, I liked Horizon, but I guess kind of watching it, playing that game alongside Zelda made me really kind of see how a lot of the shortcomings in Horizon. And I feel like, again, I, I haven't really seen a lot of it, or I don't, and just, so take this with a grain of salt, but I feel like a lot of the shortcomings that I think Horizon has, for me at least, I think I should very much see an Assassin's Creed. I mean, it looks like Assassin's Creed. I think the combat looks a little bit more... I think it looks a lot better than Assassin's Creed combat has looked previously. Um, I think it's... I really like the setting. I think this kind of the story reboot is very well... Very much needed and appreciated. Um, so, I, I'm still kind of out on it. But, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see here. I guess was there... Um, I and. could not believe that they did that whole cut to the guy playing the game on a fucking small TV. What and was like, with that? Yeah, playing the game outside in the parking lot. Yeah, it's just the it's just the post show thing. Come on. But like it was during the press conference. They're like, hey, we're gonna take a look at some of the gameplay, and then they cut to these guys playing and they're filming the screen and then the guy has a poor angle on it for a while and it's black. And it's like, where is the direct feed from this thing? Um, some people were speculating that, you know, because they were doing a larger show later or that it might get shown in a different press conference that they weren't going to show as much now, especially because still a lot of the stuff's an alpha build. Um, but I am very interested in the setting, but they're going to have to give me a reason to come back to the Assassin's Creed franchise. They're going to have to show me they have learned from their time off and from the stuff. Um, you know, it's sounding like that they've they've revamped the combat, which I think is good. Mm -hmm. But this, this is one of those games where I'm definitely going to want to see a bit more um, and hear from people about what have they done to really change this and, and say this is a time to come back to Assassin's Creed. Okay. Agreed. Good to hear. I, uh, I, I'm going to wait for someone else to play it because I can't force myself to care. You know, I, I stopped caring about that series back in Part 3. <laughs> um, Made it farther than I did. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, Far Cry 5, anyone care about the gameplay footage that they showed? Mike? Mike looks like uh, he cares. I, I'm a big fan of Far Cry games. Yeah. Um, I uh, Honestly, if the if they succeed with the story... And, you know, with minor tweaks to, the, like, the kind of core, um, I guess, formula of Far Cry, I'm super on board with that. Not that I, I don't think that there's things that need to be, could be changed for the better about Far Cry. I'm real sick of climbing towers. Please stop. 
Um, but I think, uh, but I mean, it looks like Far Cry, and it, Fine, it's setting that we have. Climb trees. That ha- there are more trees than towers. Oh no! What have you done? Um, what have you done? It, it looks like Far Cry in a, uh, a setting that it hasn't. They haven't really explored at all. So I think that's where a lot of my excitement for the game is, and I think <clears throat> we won't really see. Well, I guess we won't really know if they it kind of stick the landing on that stuff until it comes out. But yeah, you know, just I, I think the Far Cry gameplay like loop is I, something I really enjoy. Uh, so if it's just more of that, but in a really unique inter- setting with a really interesting story, uh, I think I'm very much on board with that game. Uh, I am I am very excited, but also very nervous for this game. Um, I just. I hope that some of what we saw at the press conference was just trying to be a little extra flashy to get people to buy the game. Mm-hmm. There was there were parts where I was like, okay, maybe they actually get where there's like the, they're getting the tone right because like they were very overt with the violence yeah. in the street and the way that um, this group has down like has has taken over this town and the way that they interact with the the locals and and how they treat them and and how they punish and whatnot and i was like okay this is getting real gritty this is real good and then you have this like fucking rip roaring guitar montage of like blowing shit up and get the dog eat the bum bite his ass and you're just like ah those two things don't match and it's like i don't want to like I don't want the rip roaring guitar. Woo, blue, 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 good time. I want the real you want like, like you want like the Far Cry two. Kind I want of tone. I want that social commentary. I want the real like. Let's take a fucking yeah. look at the let real me, monster. Let, let me tell you about Us. Far Cry two. It's. It, mm. <laughs> mm. Far Cry two. Far Cry two is a good game. I played. I've played it. I, I think they've got potential here to make a real good game. I think the story I, will pay off. The story still looks I just, good. I just hope I just hope they don't have that tonal dissonance the whole time, like between the combat and the story, because that can really let down the story if, if you're not engaged in that the whole like, don't get me wrong, you you're gonna need some comic relief, you're gonna need some yeah. breaks from like, something that vari- deep, but like it's like there's a variety you're allowed you can have variety in your experience without undermining the weight of your overall narrative i think yeah so the game is gonna troll josh and like five hours in you get a mission and then when you're walking up to a house out pops poochie the rocket dog play guitar ride the (laughs) skateboard with his hat backwards and then he's gonna have like realistic animated mouth and he's just gonna be like they paid me more motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh, guys, the crew too. I I don't care. I'm sorry. That was a that was a ploy. I don't care. I didn't play the crew one. Nothing that showed me of the crew two made me even think that this was a real game. Okay, well <laughs> here, Ray. What if I told you we took a game where already the driving mechanics um, weren't very good, and then we added even more vehicles so that I'm curious what the plane control would be like. Could be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like gyroscopic through the air. And then whoever also, can spend the most money on plain loot boxes by the end of the race is the winner. <laughs> plain loot boxes. 
Okay, let's talk about the game that actually matters, and I'm not getting to real, the big real one quick, yet. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah, go for weird it. Weird thing I noticed about the crew, it really seemed like the cutscenes were like hard ripper on action and real fast and I'm making a lot of sound effects today. It's weird. It's very helpful. The gameplay when they would cut to gameplay looked really, really like it was slogging. Like it was really slow comparison. Not that that really stood out to me. I was like, yeah, the the cutscenes look really good, but man, your gameplay looks like you're not going very fast. Maybe like, it's only going to be like looks 30 like frames a second. Sucks. Maybe it was the school not, zone. Not, okay, not a frame rate thing. It's just like it looked like the action didn't move very well. Like you're kind of like. Oh, I'm gonna do 60 on the highway. Maybe if I'm gonna be bad, I'll do 70. Like, I don't know. That just interesting. There was a yeah. game that they showed, which is just Assassin's Creed 4 pirate ships, Skull and Bones, and uh, we heard you motherfuckers talking about Black Flag. We heard you talking shit about Black Flag. Here, How about a game that's fucking... nothing but the best section of Black Flag? Just okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you want to make money? Because this is how you make money. <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to prove holding it back this long, but yeah, that game looks good. Pirates. And uh, I think the last Skeleton thing I, I really want to, I really want to talk about with uh, Ubisoft is um, the Beyond Good and Evil Two trailer. Can uh, I just know? tell you? It sure looked good. Sure looked hot. I know nothing about Beyond Good and Evil. It's been in my Steam library. I've never played it. So this thing comes on, and here are my notes. Um, mouthy monkey, gross pig with mustache. What? In exclamation, I was very confused. I had no idea what was going on. So this is nothing like Beyond Good and Evil 1. No. I was actually very confused that, for one, they were cursing like motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, Beyond Good and Evil 1 is rated like T at most. And this game's like, no, this is a hard M. We're going to talk dick jokes nice. and say the F word. All right. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was great. Like... You know, I think it was a, I think it was a great trailer. I think I really like the kind of world it kind of implies. I'd like to see if it becomes an actual game someday. <laughs> we'll find out. And that it was that's Michelle that check in in about another fifteen years. Michelle and Cell might that finally deal. get to make the sequel to his game. That's cool. Um, we're gonna move on to the <clears throat> probably the. One of besides Bethesda, possibly one of the most boring press conferences. Uh, Sony. I think that's uh, that's fair. Can I... can can I just say I was never really sure when the press conference actually started. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a press conference. This is a YouTube playlist in a theater full of people who don't look that excited about anything. Well, and then okay, they started off with the. The weird, like, ESPN, like, dudes in the box commentating on stuff and then, like, you know, cutting back after a replay and, and going over stuff. And then oh, wow, they Bill started, like, then it was like, then they cut to the theater. I'm like, oh, no, that wasn't the press conference. Because I was like, that's a weird vibe for a press conference. But, you know, at least they're sticking to it. I, I, I can respect. I don't know who these guys are, but whatever. They're talking about the games and they're giving a little context and whatnot. And then they said, "No context. Fuck you." Then they went and they started the YouTube playlist in the theater with nobody talking about anything, and it just—it was very jarring. On a year where Sony really had to fucking bring it. And I mean, uh, I don't know about all that. 
I mean, no, no, I agree with what you said, everything except the last end point. Like, did Sony have to bring it? I don't know. They're kind of the supermarket leader right now. But uh, that's the thing. You know, it's why Coca-Cola still pays a ass ton to market. When you're in the lead, you don't take your foot off the gas. Okay, and like that's with, fair. With, with Microsoft coming out with the most powerful console ever, I don't know if you heard or not, uh, but it is. There are t-shirts. <laughs> and releasing some pretty good-looking games and, like, having a really involved conversation about it sony just kind of said like hey you know here's some hot shots i'm gonna man i'm already mad that i'm saying this it kind of to make a dumb sports analogy it kind of feels like sony played not to lose they played prevent defense because um, yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff that they again also just the notion of like reviewing a conference is weird in itself you know, whose capitalistic bombardment was more exciting? But anyways, um, I mean, they, they, a lot of the stuff they kind of showed off was, I mean, things we had already known about. I mean, a lot of this stuff is, I don't know if they were just kind of in between cycles, but, you know, we already knew about the Uncharted standalone story. We knew about the Crash Bandicoot stuff. We knew about Spider-Man. We knew about... Uh, Horizon Dawn expansion. Uh, Days Gone was already something we were kind of aware of. Knack 2. Marvel vs. Capcom. You um, had to sneak that Knack 2 in there. You, oh, yeah. You just couldn't let it go. Um, a, we, VR, a VR block that was just... I mean, I, I was checking it on a couple of different streams, and people were just like, oh, my God, the VR. Oh, it's just like, wow, these people I are can't, not excited about I VR. I can't wait. For Final Fantasy Fishing VR 15X. Yes, this is so neat. When I saw Final Fantasy 15 Monster of the Deep VR, I said to one of my coworkers, "Like this is Sony trying to kill the PSVR. This is their first attempt." At least it's not a shooting gallery. This is almost worse. <laughs> this Can is you actually talk about. How they opened up what I thought was their press conference, but I don't think was, but maybe was, with the fucking Jackbox clone. Like, of all the games you're going to lead off with, like, a worse Jackbox? A worse Come Jackbox. on, guys. Um, they showed off Monster Hunter World. That game looked hot. They did. That looked yeah. good. Console that Monster Hunter. For, I mean... I like me some Monster I think, Hunter. I feel like that's something people have been clamoring for forever, so that's exciting. A fully online Monster Hunter? That looked hot. Um... <laughs> Here's here's some real quick notes I saw in the in the weird thing that I thought was the presser that wasn't. Um, they 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 announced Undertale for PlayStation, which was I thought was cool. They said the words Vita, so it's still a thing. <laughs> um, so real quick, I'm gonna give you my notes. Just my my thought. Um, we had the Nino Kuni two. Um, no, nothing about this year. Then I had PS4 Pro demo question mark. PS View commercial question mark. Oh, that wasn't the presser question mark, question mark, question mark? <laughs> and then they launch into the weird, like, cool ethnic music to the, <laughs> ethnic. the Uncharted. You, you want to you, you, you lock that word in, Josh? Ethnic? Yeah, I do. Because that's what they were, that was the vibe I they were going for. They weren't sitting there, like, <laughs> explaining anything. They're just like... Hey, look, we got some, like, music from around the world to signify Nathan Drake's adventures, but he's not in this game. I was actually scared that that Uncharted 5 was coming out, 
and I, like Mike, mm. agree after playing four. No. Show what? some artistic no. integrity. Show some restraint. The series is over. It's done. And it just, and and, and I'm pretty from a story point. I'm really I'm really interested for the Lost Legacy. I think the two characters who are starring in it, uh, uh, Chloe and Nadine. Um, yeah. I think it's I think there's an interesting story to be told there. But the I'm pretty the gameplay of Uncharted is is it's a thing. And it has been for like ten years, so I'm. Not, mm. I don't care I'm, about I'm Lost Legacy. I'm, I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm ready for something new. I guess. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting them to uh, to announce a a legitimate remake of Shadow of the Colossus. That was pretty neat. I mean, it's just a remaster for the PS4, so. If you've never played Shadow I mean, of the Colossus, that's great. Go get that. It's, uh, but. I mean, it, it definitely looked like it was a pretty. It, it's not just like because there there is a, a version of Shadow of the Colossus Square for the Enix PS3 could take a fucking lesson. where they just kind of like up. I don't know if they what if they adjust the like they put it in like HD, but this one looks like a re, like a tr- full on remake. Like they're, uh, you know, the textures are obvi- are have been edited like. Um, the only thing that they need to do is just to go is the controls because if you go back and play that game now, oh, it is rough. I'll but take your I, word for it. I enjoyed it the first time I played it. Yeah, I I very much enjoy that game. Uh, I've gone back to it recently and been like, oh boy, I like this game. But dang, games have changed a lot since this came out. So um, that and I saw that they are going to be you know giving you controller options in uh in that. So I'm like, sweet, okay. It's, it's prettier, but I can actually play it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I guess, like, I was just pretty... I mean, with kind of Sony Slate, it was... I mean, I, it, not that it was bad. It was just that it was a lot of... I think people had a, a lot of hype had built up around a, a new From Software game, the Dark Souls people, uh, that yeah. did not appear. No. And other no, kinds of... Um, <clears throat> other kinds of... Uh, I guess we're expecting kind of more just from it, so... Uh, I don't know. I, it was just, I mean, it, it's just stuff that we. It's cool to see them making progress on things like Spider-Man and Days Gone. Or I don't, I don't really care about Days Gone that much. But um, <laughs> you, the 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 peak you have for like, yeah, no. Yeah. So it just. It, I guess it didn't really move the needle for me. I wasn't like wild. Like there are some people who are wildly disappointed by it. But you know, I think. I mean. It's when you look at these conferences, like, oh no, these games that like are coming out in like 2018 is like kind of not. I'm not super feeling excited about them. It's like, well, there are so many great games that are coming out this year that you'll be okay if the first part of 2018 is just a little slow. Like, you'll be fine. There's so much good stuff happening this year that you'll be great. So I, I think what many people are used to is for the last four E3s in a row since 2012. Well. Yeah, for four years in a row, Sony just delivered just stellar press conferences that had you on the edge of your seat and got you excited for not only mm-hmm. their console, but the products that they were releasing for it. And, and, the and per- this year, and it's like, oh, God, what am I playing like on my Josh, PS4? And kind of like Josh said, like, just the production of it just felt odd. Uh, yeah, just a, a YouTube playlist. It just yeah. it felt strange. Like, it was just, like, like it was kind of... Yeah, it started... And then, and then it's it, over. It wasn't it was like, until after the Days Gone 
um, thing where I then had follow weird bowing man stop because they shot to somebody in the crowd bowing and I was like no you need to not do that oh my but god but like that's when they that's when they first brought somebody out to say anything and yeah. it just it felt like it took a long time and yeah they they weren't really providing any context for anything which some of those things didn't need but I I, I think at a press conference there should be a little more interactivity rather than just like yeah cuz even like the even Nintendo's pre-recorded like a 30 minute switch video had more more interaction than um and I and more interaction than the Sony one did and I guess like I know sometimes it's kind of exhausting but I, it's like I like to see the developer like the developers you know come up I know putting together a demo can be really hard sometimes mm-hmm. uh, for these conferences and really stressful <clears throat> Uh, but I, I I do I really like to see the dem- like the uh, the developers come up on stage you know talk about their game like some kind of things they're working on and kind of do the you know the the talking see, demo thing like seeing see Sony, a developer Sony, excited com- about their game helps you get more excited about it yeah and I think they can offer a good perspective on it and and I don't think Sony had any of that like I don't think there were any demos at all which I just that's what I remember. Strange. I mean, I don't think Microsoft had a ton either, but it was weird. Speaking of uh, Nintendo, let's get into what was personally my favorite press conference. Because, as I told uh, one of my friends, Nintendo just unzipped their pants, slapped it on the table, and said, look at it. Now look at it. And everyone did, and everyone applauded, and said, that is excellent. That is an excellent copy of... Super Mario Odyssey that you pulled out of your pants. It was Super Mario Odyssey. It was the big Metroid announced. Not since 2001 has Nintendo come oh, to an E3 yeah, here, with I'm just, two I'm just... Metroid games. Guys, 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 you're really burying the lead here. Rocket Don't talk League about that Yoshi game. Switch. <laughs> Rocket League is coming to the Switch. That is pretty cool, though. That, 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 that's yeah, with all the downloadable content, and it's going to have crossplay. So if you're on yeah, PS4 Rocket League, you can play with Switch Rocket League, and that's doing it right. Great. Actually, not if you're on PS4. Oh, that's right. Sony's blocking that. Yeah. <laughs> Step your game up, Whatever Sony. Else. Step your game up. Okay, hold on. I have to geek out for a minute. All I did was show the title card saying Metroid Prime Four. And the internet lost their collective shit. <laughs> it is the second most talked about game from E3. And all I, I did was show, not even the trailer, just like the title card. Metro, that's what I mean by unzip their pants. They're not even doing anything with it. You just get to it look. Wasn't, it wasn't Metroid Prime 4, Blast Ball, and the other two between 1 and 3, or 1 and 4. It wasn't um, Metroid Prime was Federation just, Force. <laughs> It was yeah, it was just legitimate Metroid Prime Four, and it was there. It was an announcement for it. You know, it's a long it's a long ways off, but yeah, Ray, Ray, I, put but a, the, I put a picture in the in our chat here so you can see like social media stuff. It, yeah, it's it's number two from E3. But it, it it I think it uh again like looking at the objectives. I think people this this what uh, what in what Nintendo had to do to I, I imagine be successful. I think that they you know knocked it out of the park. I mean, they were okay. Let's get people excited about the Switch and Gravy bring back a couple of and Gravy do some more stuff with our old IP. So it's like we went from having kind of a bleak future on the horizon of Metroid to Metroid Prime Four and I guess a 
full-on like kind of remake of an, like an official remake of Metroid 2 which will be that makes the DMCA and the takedown make a lot more sense now like they took it down because in the background they were working on their own remake I get it I'm not as mad as yeah. I was before yeah, yeah, you have to defend your IP or else you you know lose you lose it you so yeah it's, it's, I, I get that so um, I looked at the out, which is yeah, they let it out for what was it like eight hours? Long enough for there to be enough copies indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. yeah. So um, good guy I Nintendo, just, I guess. I I have a lot of uh, as as the Metroid man. Okay, you know, all right, all right. Not got a lot that. of got a lot of feelings, and I've been processing this a lot over the last few days. And I'm, I'm at, I might might write something and post it later. Like okay. really getting in depth here. I'm very nervous about Prime 4. I I don't know what they're going to do with that. And that... that Are you saying that because I, Retro isn't making it? Not, not necessarily because Retro isn't making it. Because they're calling it Prime and they're calling it 4. Um, okay. That doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to go and do something really special with this game. To do something new. Mm-hmm. Um, to try and change up the mechanics. But... Calling it a prime game, in in a lot of minds, puts it in a certain box. A box that I don't necessarily know that I want another game in. Or that a game in this era necessarily works without a lot of heavy modification. Mm-hmm. Um, also, struggling to see like what story they tell in the prime universe. Um, you know after three like where do they go if they're not either doing something completely different that doesn't need prime four or that just rehashes stuff that had already been closed and kind of coming up with ways to bring it back plus there's the whole like you know technically prime got retconned because of shit that happened in other m so this won't could might not be maybe this overtakes other m can we also say like uh josh you'll understand this in the Prime games, they all revolve around Dark Samus, and Prime Three establishes very firmly Dark Samus is dead. Yeah, they so, fucked that up. She dead. She gone. So, so there is. So, if all the Prime games are all kind of this story about Samus dealing with Dark Samus, who is technically the super mother brain well, and, and or whatever, Faison, yada yada, but 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 there's none of that. So it's like that story was pretty much over. Where is there left to go here? Yeah, I mean, I am. Um... I guess like I am. I'm really curious to see um, what they do with this. I mean, I, again, it's super. It's super early on, assuming. Uh, but I mean, even just between like Metroid Prime One and Prime Two, I think. I mean, it was. I didn't love everything they did, but with like, but they had like the whole light world, dark world stuff. They yeah. came up with areas that looked completely different. There were some really, like, some bosses that had really different and they expanded on mechanics in a really cool way. So I think that there's, I think definitely there's room to, I think there's lots of things that, you know, creative people at Nintendo can come up with to do with Metroid Prime. I I am kind of curious about the control. I mean, because first-person shooters have changed a lot since Metroid Prime first came out. So I'm really Mm. interested to see what, what they do. Um, what they do control-wise. Prime that. 1 without the motion controls controls just fine to me. 
I mean, you use your R button to move around the camera. You lock on. The game is all really about locking on to your enemies. And yeah, that works fine. Yeah. So I'm, I wonder. I wonder if they would, if they make any kind of adjust big changes there or not. Like, I will say though, personally, it took a lot going back to Prime One after having played Prime Three and getting used to that. Um, that that took some time to readjust to be like, oh, I can't just like look around. I have to lock on and whatnot. You can get used to it, but yeah, you get used um, to it quick. I found. Yeah, I just I'm I am not upset that there's going to be a new Metroid game. I really hope it's good, regardless of what they do. I was about um, to say if you if you were just going to shit talk a Metroid Prime Four announce, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I'm I'm just nervous because of a because of other M, but b because I just, I wanted them to push the envelope a little more uh, to, to, you know, maybe carry on after Fusion or to tell a new story. Um, well, this is a new story. Are you talking about, like, a brand new story? Because Fusion is just Metroid 4. It says it in the title card when you turn the game on. Yeah, but so give me Metroid 5. Like, give me the continuation of that. What does Samus's life look like? After she's been permanently oh, altered, okay. you know, I, kinda... I see what you mean. Since Prime is a prequel series, you want a continuation after oh. her fusion suit. You want the guns of the Patriots of Metroid? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or you know, okay. or I, you someone know, I, say I, I, the I, the Otogi Three of Metroid. Okay. You know, what? I'm not going to ask know... for Metroid Dread because uh, one Metroid Prime, even though all they showed was just a fucking title card. No information. Literally nothing. Just they a title. A lot card. of the assets in Metroid Two, anyway. It had it had that Metroid Prime theme, like main menu music, which is some of the. Yeah. That's some goat tier, yeah. like. Menu. I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they I also hope... show the Metroid Samus Returns, and I watched two hours of that game getting played in the Treehouse Direct, and I was enjoying every second of that. I was like, oh. Whew. Oh, good lord, Nintendo! I'm a little bit loud. I need a mint julep. I need a Metroid julep. And then they showed the amiibo for it. I was like, oh no! Oh, s stop! <laughs> they, they, that game hit me in a sweet spot because you can move around Samus's gun. And the uh, not the Ome the one right before Omega Metroids is it Alpha, Beta, Gamma. The Gamma ones look yeah. exactly like Xenomorphs from the Alien series. And Samus has to quick maneuver so she can grab a, one of those Metroids off when they're jumping, grab them by the tail, slam them to the ground, and shoot them in the weak point. I was like, oh god, oh they brought back the combat from Wait, other M and it's Metroid good. Prime came out in two thousand two. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's really been 15 years. Oh, God. Ooh. Yes. Um, Ooh. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I like that Return of Samus, you know, they did the combat that other M should have done and made it flow the way that it should have and, you know, not fucking broken it up with stupid fucking first person. Breathe. Other M knows what No, the future is good now, Josh. It's good. It's happy. It's bright. There's exciting new Metroid in your life. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm liking place. this whole... Um, zero mission style. Let's retell the story of two a game, especially that only the most hardcore 
Metroid fans have played because was only available on the Game Boy, not very well uh, dispersed, um, challenging. So let's retell it. Let's do what we did with Zero Mission and, you know, add some stuff to it. You know, this this whole kind of underpinning of of some additional Chozo um, artifacts and and technology and whatnot, things that we couldn't have done in the original game. Um, Yeah, I might actually have to get a 3DS now. I'm excited. I was very excited watching that game. I... I, I've ha- I've heard some people talking that has made me a little nervous, but I think this this might be okay. But like, a lot of people are saying like, oh, this is the same developer that did the Castlevania game a year or two ago that wasn't very good, and it looks a lot like it. But yeah, I, I saw you know, that as well. Yeah, uh, people make games Mercury that aren't stream. great sometimes, but then you know, there's always all the stories about like, oh, the person who directed this movie is you know. Bad is bad. Why are they getting this movie? And then all of a sudden, bang. So, Josh, I want to remind you that Retro Studios made yeah, licensed yeah. games before Metroid oh, yeah, Prime. They were bad too. I, w- I want to remind you of that. And then they're like, "Give us a chance, Nintendo." And they did. History was made. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that this is this is any indication. This is just the smoke on the street. This is things I've heard around the it's internet. Scuttlebutt. Yeah. So that just something. I've guys have been hurt before. <laughs> I was there hurt. for other M. Okay. I'm looking for any reason to temper Please my expectations. Please show the court where the uh, on the doll where the other M touched you. I would I would much rather have my mind blown than get too hyped like the Metroid subreddit did and then be disappointed again. I just can't I can't do it. So. Do we want to talk yeah. about Super Mario Odyssey? Actually, uh, just to, one quick thing here. Yeah, because uh, Josh mentioned um, um, that he was, uh, you know, I was like, well, I might need to get a 2DS. And the answer is, uh, I said 2DS or 3DS, you know what I meant. The answer? The 2DS. Yeah, you probably should because, I mean, not only, I mean, the Nintendo's main stuff was kind of focused on the Switch. But uh, in some of their Treehouse stuff, they announced... Uh, some, I mean, they announced the Samus Returns. They announced a remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah, like, I'm actually excited for that too. Like, and that's like what? Like, I mean, I, I was kind of, I honestly, well, like, especially with how the Switch was selling, I was like, I'm not really going to be surprised if they're just kind of paying lip service to the, the the 3DS and are willing to. I mean, it had a great run. It's a it's a great device, but it's like putting out like they're putting out games for it. It's like. But, I mean, you look at the install base and just see how massive it is. I mean, it's a fool's errand to walk away from that. But So, if yeah, people start, mean, are still buying for it. so Even like, if that, the Switch that can get to those numbers, and, it can take, it's going to take a while for that many Switches to get out there while they get the oh, library. Yeah. So, it's like, why not capitalize on this market while it's still there? And, like, hey, we're really good at making 3DS hardware now. Yeah. And, and you like, can get we it. know how to make the games. Like, fucking yeah. just crank them get, out as this game really comes to the end. Now, and it's... And it has a humongous library, and they're still supporting it. So it's like, that's like again, it's just like more gravy for Nintendo here at E3. Mm-hmm. Is that like, oh by the way, like this thing is the exact opposite of the Vita in that it's a kick-ass piece of hardware that we are going to that we are still supporting, even though it's well, it's probably past its prime. Like it's kind, of, it's like Ninten- the LeBron James of handheld. Nintendo, Nintendo remote. Spicy. 
<laughs> Multiple oh. primes. It just keep it just keeps going. It's still good. Ooh. Nintendo Nintendo like woke up this year and said like Guys, we 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 can print money, you know, right? <laughs> and they're like, "Oh shit, oh, yeah, yeah, we can." <laughs> Fucking turn them on. Okay. Turn on the money printing machine. Turn on the money printing machine. That means we're just going to burn through. Okay, there's a new Yoshi. Looks adorable and great. New Kirby. That looks adorable and great. I don't really play anime games, but I think people like Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. There's an untitled full-on Pokemon RPG that's in development for the Switch. Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, I like Dynasty Warriors and Fire Emblem. Can I also just say real quick, um, Reggie at the fucking beginning of the stream, uh, he going to fuck you up because he only happy and has fun when he's battling. Open your mind. I don't even know what it means to close my focus. It's only but I'm gonna fun try when as you battle, can, and you only battle when you have fun. Because I'm Reggie Fizeme, and I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Close your focus and open your mind. Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> that game looks hot. We. Mm. That realistic T Rex with the Mario hat and the mustache. I was like, Nintendo's back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they never left, like, but they're back in a big bad way. <laughs> that was a legit ten out of ten trailer. Like it's just every everything would have been a better game if everybody got every time you took over something, it'd get a mustache and a Mario hat. <laughs> like basically basically Nintendo saw everything and said, like, why don't we do that with Mario? And then they fucking did. Yeah, and just like, I mean, the, I love like the color and like I love the. I know some it kind of bothers some people, but I love the whole like weird mishmash of like aesthetics. Like you have like this super realistic looking T Rex, and then like all the cutesy like, uh, like desert sugar skull people, and then like the weird like way too realistic new Donk City people, and then Mario's like throwing his hat at them, and then he becomes a. Human, but Mar yeah, that is weird. <laughs> it's so it's weird. really great, and then he's like a taxi cab, and just like all the, I mean, the and then he turns so into electricity. And oh, and I also hope I hope they never say anything about it. I hope it just like yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's normal. Like it doesn't need any explanation. Like bucket, whatever. Mario walks around with these people like it's normal. I think that was he's just a plumber from thing. New York. What do you want? Like, why does and, Mario and look the way he does and he's surrounded by these, like, two scale humans? That needs to be addressed in a big... I won't sleep when mm -hmm, I'm playing that mm -hmm. game unless they address that. I don't want them to... And I, don't, I, I don't want them to talk about it. I want it, like, to be just like it's completely normal. Nobody even, like, m seems like it's weird. It just is what it is. All right. And weird dapper Bowser and the color and just... It just the oh, like and Nintendo's been really caps. great about Mario like, is everything. Like <laughs> Nintendo's been really great about like music and like the score in games. Well, lately, especially when they've gone to like the full like or, or orchestral stuff. But it's just like this song in this trailer is so good. Like and it's so many like hat puns and like Mario puns and it just it's just in like a couple I mean, places it's, like Mario goes eight bit and like. Gets flat on surfaces. Yes, to and like them. all the other like Mario callbacks. Like you can be a like the hats. I like. I know people. I I really I loved 3D World. Um, I think it's a super great Mario game. 
but this this I, I think this is this game is kind of like a successor to their more full on like Galaxy Sunshine sixty four kind of lineage, and it just is. I mean, I don't even know what to say. It's just other than like, I can't wait to get my hands on this game because it looks like it has so much creativity and energy in it, and it. I mean, just like performance wise, it looks gorgeous. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, I mean, just they they're they're so good at like getting every ounce of like juice they can out of whatever device they're using with like like the Switch, for example, because it looks gorgeous. It's a like this, the art style is so good, and it looks beautiful on this. I'm excited for it. Are you excited for? Is anyone excited for the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild DLC? I'm curious about it. I mean, it seems like I think it's twenty bucks for all the like the the story stuff later this year and kind of the other not as big updates. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about it, but I'm not I'm not dying for it because the Breath of the Breath of the Wild is already like a damn. It's like it's like Nintendo's just kind of running up the scoreboard on the game of the year debate right now. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. I mean, obviously, you know, we'll wait and see until Mario comes out and if it's actually good, but I mean, come on. Like you could be a taxi. You could be a ta- you could be a bullet bill. I'm going to be Mario a, Bullet Bill with the hat and the mustache. Coming at you, motherfucker. There's jazz. <laughs> like what 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 else do you need? There's nothing else to. There's nothing else you need here. Just, it's, don't don't. I, I yeah, think Nintendo a, did Nintendo. I uh, need to finish Breath of the Wild before I can be excited about. Um. DLC. So I have no opinion, I, really. In my opinion, for the DLC, I got like uh, I dumped like 75, 80 hours in the Breath of the Wild, and I'm like. Of the 70 or 75 to 80 hours, there's still probably like another 75 or 80 hours of content I just told myself I'm not going to do. So uh, giving me the option to buy DLC, to me, is like, that's cool that you're continuously supporting this game. But there is so much game in this game, I'm kind of done with it. Thank you for keeping the people that are interested interested in it, but I am I am good. This is a really solid game, and I am I'm good. So, it, it, my lack of interest in the DLC is that, like, the game you release is way too big. Like, I, I don't need more on top of this. There's yeah, already too much. The game is too perfect already. Don't touch it. Kind of, in a way. Also, yeah. also, I think the best thing about Super Mario Odyssey is Bowser's plan. Because he's like, oh, I'm just going to marry Princess Peach, and then it won't be kidnapping anymore, and then it will be fine. Yeah, it's the villain like, is like an evil what? wedding planning company. What? <laughs> what is hilarious. this game? Like, Have you seen the amiibos so where like Peach is confused? Who do I pick? Mario or Bowser? Like, uh, bitch, why is that a question? Each other. <laughs> also, um, the fact that we're not getting one, but two completely new Mario games this year with completely different gameplay mechanics than we've ever seen before. Like, wait, what two are you talking about besides Mario Odyssey? Uh, Mario Odyssey and Mario and Rabbids. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We're getting yeah. two Mario games this year, guys. That's and a Ubisoft game that different. just uses Mario prop. Yeah, I can't wait right. for Mario Cross Tekken. That's going to be the real one. <laughs> yeah. So Smash Brothers ain't doing it for you anymore. Now you got to bring in Jin Kazama. That's what's going on. <laughs> I want to see Mario sock the shit out of King. Get your... <laughs> <laughs> 
I, yeah, actually, I, the more and more we talk about this, the more and more I'm kind of interested. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's actually not sounding like that bad. I know we're bullshitting, but it actually sounds kind of fun. Just Mario, just like with the uh, four-button control style of right fist, left fist, left kick, right kick. Yeah. And you have to fight, like, Hihachi. Yes. <laughs> I like or Paul. Yes. Um, I guess in conclusion for thoughts on Nintendo E3, if you were looking to feel good or wanted more reasons to buy a Switch, uh, I think Nintendo did a pretty good job of giving you a lot of good things to look forward to on the horizon. I mean, they said I mean, a lot of the stuff that they announced or that they showed a lot of footage of is at the latest coming in early 2018. So it's coming around the corner fast. I mean, there's other stuff you can play on the Switch right now that is great. They didn't. I, I th- honestly thought that they were gonna there was gonna be more on, in terms of like Wii U kind of remasters, just because of a the huge like potential there. I mean, they already got Mario Kart 8 out, which is like the big one. But I would I w- wouldn't have been surprised for like a Smash Bros Deluxe, and I mean they still have that in the back pocket. So like, I'm up. Uh, yeah, I think that's um. I think I'm pretty. Uh, I think that's kind of all I've got for uh, E3. Uh, I yeah, was, that was a pretty. It was about. a pretty fun one. It was. Uh, it was definitely a better year than I expected. I was okay. not expecting what we the level that we got. Apparently, it wasn't fun if you were there and you actually were there yeah. as your job as a presser, because it was the most crowded E3 to the point where they opened early because too many people were standing in line outside the convention center, which hasn't happened before and there were people sending out tweets uh and i was reading some of the uh, presser tweets saying like i can't make appointments because i can't get through the crowds to get to my uh press appointments yeah it feels like they all i guess like go like because this is the first time it's technically been like fully open to the public right uh, it feels like it's there's a bit of like pl- like event planning that it's, it's, it almost seems like they decided too late to open it up to the public in that they <coughs> had a, they had plenty of time to sell tickets for it, but not enough time to actually, like, plan around it. So hopefully that's something that they're con- or working on organizing for next year. I pasted this article to you guys for people that want to see how the sausage made. Sometimes we talk about, like, like right now we're talking about E3 uh, being open to the public. We briefly talked about this earlier. Um... Apparently, they didn't sell enough tickets to actual press. They scaled back their actual press tickets to allow more public tickets. And I think for a trade show to do that is both, one, desperate, and two, scummy. That's just scumfuck. Like, what's the... At the very least. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe scumfuck's too harsh a word. I think if I was, like, part of the press... And I was told, no, we need more public. Some of them in cosplay to come to this event more than we need you. It's like, I, I'm i sorry, what? This is a trade show. This isn't PAX. Excuse you. It, 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 I think you're, you're right. It, it's a mess up in event planning is what it is. And maybe they'll get it right next year. Or maybe next year E3 dies a little bit more and it becomes more like PAX. It just becomes another PAX. Is that what they want? Is that what you want, ESA? I mean, I have a feeling it'll go towards that. You know, hopefully it'll still be 
And I'm not shit talking packs. It has its place. I just, you know, and and we can have a greater discussion about this later, and I'm sure we will as as time goes on. But like, the need for a trade show like E3 is getting less and less because you don't have retailers the same way trying to mm-hmm. find out what they're going to be putting on their their shelves. That stuff is a lot more. Um, there are other ways to do that, and a lot of that stuff is definitely more um, set by other factors than by getting together at a trade show like this. So I do think that for E3 to remain relevant and even still be the event where everybody gets together to announce things like that, like they do have to find a way to change um, to keep it both financially viable and relevant to keep companies coming back. So I don't know if this is necessarily the answer, but they've got to do something to change. Okay, I agree. <clears throat> of course I agree. Yeah, but who knows? But, uh... Final yeah, thoughts? I think that's a... I think this I'm E3 good. was a lot... Yeah, it was a lot better E3 than I thought. Man, I want that Mario game. Yeah. You don't have to wait too long. <sighs> October. I want so, it. Good yeah. it, it was a good time to watch, especially Nintendo showing. That was exciting. But if you want to make sure you fill your time between now and the release of the two new Mario games, you make sure to follow us here on YouTube at Unscripted Gaming. Go to Facebook.com, click the like button at Unscripted Gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Unscript underscore gaming. If you don't want to watch us, you can get us in your ears at SoundCloud.com slash Unscripted Gaming. Also on iTunes, Google Play, Music, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. All the fucking places you get your podcast, get us in your ears or in your eyes. Do it. Interact us with us on the social because we're cool and you're cool. Blam. Yeah. Keep that time between now and Mario occupied with unscripted gaming. Plays X. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) We'll add something new to it. Josh and I had a hankering for doing something new, so we'll see what we... Sounds good. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. I'm Ray. Peace.